0: It's been rough and rocky traveling, but I'm finally standing upright on the ground. After taking several readings, I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound. I guess Nashville was the roughest, but I know I've said the same about them all. We received our education in the cities of the nation, me and Paul.
1: Yeah, all right. So I realized that um, I kind of left you hanging at the end of the last show Um, for about 15 minutes. uh, Here's the thing. It was just bad producing on my part. I rushed to get the show out, and I uh, left those last 15 minutes until the end of the outro, me and Paul music. I forgot it was out there and didn't bring it back. But here we are. Uh, Back with part two of the five best songs ever, and you still got three lists left. Um, My list, Kate's list, and John's list. John Schulman's list, that's right. Um, I think they're pretty good. Uh, We got some good songs left for you, and I hope uh, to have a list of these songs posted on D-Port 7 uh, for you to download. So hopefully within the next few shows, I'll get that all together. The holidays are kind of kicking my ass right now, so I don't have much time, but... Um, I'll get that list together and you'll be able to download all the songs that we picked. So you'll have a full um, Best Songs Ever Me and Paul Show playlist to play for your friends or enemies or coworkers or maybe the guy on the bus who looks a little sad. Maybe he can't hear. Maybe he can. Try it out. Say hello. Here's what we're going to do. At the end of the show, it being the holidays, and of course, me and Paul wishes you the best of the holiday seasons, um, we got a little treat. It's a Christmas song. Um, the reason I wanted to play it is because number one, I don't even like Christmas songs, but this one is amazing. And, and I feel like it's very apropos to this year's Christmas. Um, as some of you might've noticed, there's an economic collapse and Christmas isn't as Christmassy this year. So, um, I feel like this is the perfect song. So enjoy, uh, stick around after the show for it. the whole songs there and you'll love it. Anyway, happy holidays from the me and Paul show. That was hilarious. We just were laughing and laughing and laughing. What happened? What? When your whole system shut down.
2: <laughs> yeah, it good. Go
1: ahead, John. Num- number, first song. Number all right, one. Let's first go. First
2: song in my, yeah, here we go. And this is, uh, I love this song. So. Can you guys hear that all right?
3: Oh, yeah.
2: We can hear it. We can make it out. Oh, nice. I love it. Yeah, yeah so this is a song uh the name of the artist is of course mungo jerry and it's been done it's been done a few times by a few different artists uh i think the only one i can really think of is will smith at the, at the moment but um <laughs>
3: The reason I
2: love this song is because it unabashedly says it's okay to take advantage of poor girls because they're poor, I guess. Um, And uh, it's just a fun song, you know? It's just, you feel like you're in a, you know, you're driving around, you're fucking around, you're doing stupid shit, you're throwing bottles at little kids in the summertime. (laughs)
1: What are you talking about? I'll tell you what that song always reminds me of. In Lemonade, every country time Lemonade, they use that song uh, as their uh, in the, in their ads. And yeah, honestly, every it time is, I hear that song, I think not- of country time Lemonade. And I also think it's creepy for some reason. See,
4: it reminds me of a ceiling fan company and it's, <laughs> <laughs> this commercial.
1: It's a, no, but I, you know, it's, it it, 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 no matter what, no matter who you are, it does remind you of in the summer because it's always clichély played, um,
2: which, which like I think the first a, day which I think is a shame because I re, I really do think it's a good song. I think it's, uh, no, it is. It's a happy song without being sort of bubblegum pop at all, you know, um, I'll give you that. And it's, it's a happy song. It's also kind of a dark fucked up song. Lyrically what's going on there is not, it's not pleasant.
1: Fair enough. Number two, John.
2: Number two is also we didn't start the fire, and I talked about this before. I'm not going to go back into it. Okay, just a fantastic song. I don't have anything bad uh, to say about it. Number three. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. That can be answered later. Yeah, I can wait.
1: Uh, Number, (laughs) number number three. three,
2: Number three is a song that I mentioned to you before that you made fun of me for, but I'm bringing it back. Amazing Grace. Which I'm back to again, Amazing Grace, which is actually a hymn by John Newton, was written in 1779, I believe one of the absolute, absolute greatest songs of all time, specifically when played on the bagpipes, so here we go. (laughs) Do it,
1: do it up, man.
2: You gotta love this.
5: You know, I once I once
1: described bagpipes as thousands of tiny cars hugging their home.
2: whatever, man. Don't be jealous. No,
4: John. I think that that song has like significant, like just very significant historical meaning. And, it know, does.
5: It's,
4: it... it's still played to this day <clears throat> at church funerals and. <laughs> It's amazing. I think my grandfather hums it while he's in the shower. Yeah, <laughs>
2: probably. And, that, yeah. and I think that that really speaks to the song. It's, but yeah, at, at, at weddings, at funerals, at, like, high school football games. There's nothing that song can't do.
1: Can't unite. Here's the thing. Uh, when I think of top five best songs ever, for me, it was something that I would want to listen to.
2: I listen to this. <laughs> no, enough Fair enough. To this I'm not fucking around. It's on workout Paul. Come on. I mean, this is you know, this is like of a uh, of like a uh, um, like Pacquiao cannon, you know, like this is the same kind of like ah, yeah. oh, that's just that's power, you know.
4: It's true. all the four
2: seasons, it's like very. Yeah, true. yeah. I
1: mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I'm just saying that's that's an unusual choice, and I commend you for it.
2: And you think I'm wrong, so <laughs> next and, Next, is this um, is this number? This
1: is number four already because you have I'm we trying to move to
2: quickly because I I really want to get to your all songs. I'm really excited about your songs. Okay. So next up, and I have a lot more to say about my last song, but I don't really have a lot to say about this song. I think it's a wonderful song. I, it gets me going, makes me want to cry, makes me makes me get angry. Uh, it's <laughs> it's like a day in my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and. It, Oh. Oh, good one. I love this song. You, this is, this was almost on my top five, actually. Yeah. You just have
2: to love this song. It, for me. There
1: it is,
2: yeah.
1: Such, I'll tell you what, for me, this song, is so like I don't know like it's just so honest and visual and I just feel like it really it really kind of tells uh, part of the human story you know yeah yeah and yeah. as gay yeah. as that sounds as lame as that sounds I love that song and I hate and I, I I'll tell you what there's a lot of kids our age who love vanilla ice and blah 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 but I hate that he stole that song I hate that he took that because that song is so much better that's so much I'd I'd hate to, you know, because there's people out there that only know like that Vanilla Ice rip, baseline rip, and honestly, to take under pressure, which is such an amazing song.
4: I don't even like Queen. Kate
1: doesn't even like Queen, and she loves that song. I like
4: that song.
1: That's an amazing song. That is that I have no problems with that being on your top five. That is, I mean, you've got Bowie, you've got Freddie Mercury, one of the best singers ever of all time, in my opinion. Yep. And it is yep. just, ah, ah. Thank you for putting that on your top five.
2: Well, thank you for appreciating well, that. I, put it it.
1: I love that song. I, mm, I was to that all day. I wish we could actually play that whole thing because it's an amazing song. But...
2: Well, and you will be able to download all of these songs after Paul gets around to posting them. Uh, yeah,
1: I'll be actually, I'll post, I, I, I was going to say this at the end, but um, we will post an entire Top five best songs wrap up from everyone who participated, and um,
4: can't we make a, a list on iTunes? Can't we
1: make a mix on iTunes? We can make a mix on iTunes, but this will be free. Our, uh, all funny, our listeners, but... our listeners will be able to download all all the songs and listen to them. And um, at the end of the show, when I when I do my little post show um, NPR voice radio part, there it is. Um, I'll give you the URL where you can go get it. All right. So it'll be kind of a hidden thing for the people that listen to our show. All the way through. All the way through, yeah. So
2: all number way. five. All right, for so John number five. Shulman. This is this song I am most proud of out of all of these songs. Proud in the deepest part of my of my little black soul. Uh, and I, I went ahead and I jumped, I have got this queued up to the middle of the song, and I'm gonna let it play for a little while because the lyrics here are something special. So, okay. Uh here comes from 1979, a little band called Sugar Hill Gang Rapper's Delight. Oh,
1: this is this is epic.
2: Oh no, son of a bitch.
0: Rest a little while so you don't get weak. I know a man in hate. He has more rhymes than a
5: serious bank, so come on, hey. I sing that song until the rhythm of the boogie bang bang the ball. Dim, the ladies pimp, the women oh, fight for my delight, but I'm the grand master with the three MCs that shop the house for the young ladies. And when you come inside and do the front, you do the freak bank and do oh, the bump. It. And when the sucker MCs try to prove a point with Trevor's trio, I win the serious charter from sun to sun and from day to day. I sit, so,
2: anyhow, I'm um, um,
1: that is a great, great,
2: great,
1: great addition.
2: Yeah. Um And uh, I, you know, I hadn't really familiarized myself with this song. I got the whole, the whole 14 minute studio version of it, which, which is giant. Um, and there's, there's this great moment that I hadn't really ever paid attention to where one of the, uh, one of the young artists who's performing talks about how, uh, Superman has a tiny dick.
1: (laughs) That's, that's one of the best parts when he's talking about Lois Lane. He's trying to get with Lois Lane.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, oh, that's a great one. And he, he my, one goes of my Superman favorite parts... gay, and says he you know <laughs> small winner.
1: He wears tights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that hilarious. One of my favorite parts of that song, because the song, I mean, literally does go on forever. I actually tried to memorize it, but it goes on forever. Um, my favorite is when he talks about going to his friend's house and eating dinner, <laughs> and the food is so bad, he's just trying to do whatever he can to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I absolutely, I that song, I feel like not enough people have listened to all the way through. Like, that is a song you need to say, you know what, I'm only I'm only going to live once. I really need to take the time to listen to that entire thing because it's it's wonderful. It is and, epic. And to me, it's what rap should be. It's what it started and it, as and what it should be. It's epic. It's wonderful.
2: It is. It is. And if you go back, I mean, it, I listened to this a couple of times, and as I listened to it in preparation for the show, you really begin to hear all of these little, like, bits and pieces of sampled... Cause this, you know this song has been sampled like what a trillion times by like everyone and their mom. And okay. uh, you know you hear these little bits that you realize are so like ingrained into popular music. and it all came from like this one song, like this one just fucking incredible, ridiculous, crazy, weird like it's, uh, you know it's pure and it's cute. It's it's "Oh, I went over to my friend's house and food was shitty and then it's fucked up because it's like, oh, Superman's fucking gay and he can't screw Lois Lan- Lane right. You know, so it's got it's got all that going on. have you gone off the
1: rails, Sean?
2: <laughs> I've been drinking. I've been drinking, Paul. Uh, fair enough. As a well. I. So um, uh,
1: I think Kate's epic, next. Great pick. That was they, a great yeah, pick. Great,
4: that was a great list. That know. was the one
1: I didn't I didn't pick, but I, I almost I kinda wish I had. Epic pick. Very good. All
2: right.
1: So Kate, do you wanna go? Paul
2: Paul, what are you drinking? For the kids at
1: home i'm drinking it's a holiday season as <laughs> some of you may know um so i'm drinking a family drink a holiday drink uh a, a seven and seven seven and ginger ale actually it is
2: the only drink you ever drink don't you lie and call it uh, a holiday thing
1: no i actually i, I only kind of well, drink it during well, the holidays
4: brings the whiskey. Um,
1: during the holiday during season
4: the holidays, yeah.
2: yeah all right it's kind of what we do here I've got I, I have a holiday spice lager beer from Lakefront Brewery here right here in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Well,
3: that's Great. nice. There you go. That's
1: lovely. Kate. Kate, would you like to do your um? Sure. Your top five. Sure. Okay, we're gonna bring up Kate's top five. Do you want to do a little introduction first, or do you want to uh, play them um, and then talk about
4: them? Well, okay. So like we've already said, my list is kind of a mix of like my personal favorites and then songs that I thought were like historically and socially significant um okay so yeah in no particular order um we we'll just go yeah okay just, just go down the list there
1: do you, okay so i'm just gonna start this one
4: mm-hmm. sure
1: we're a little low on the volume
5: sorry
4: of you who don't know what this is, this is Subterranean Homesick Blues" by Bob Dylan. Um, this was the first Bob Dylan song I think I ever heard. Wow. And, um, and just like the melody, the music, and then the meaning, and I think I asked my dad pretty much line for line what he was talking about. And um, it's, it's kind of interesting. There's been a lot of discussion about what this song means, but it's thought to be... Um, Kind of inspired by um, Jack Kerouac's The Subterraneans, um, and just kind of about the beat culture, about all these things that were going on beneath the surface, although, you know, <clears throat> everyone was trying to project a very, like, squeaky clean image of their households and the government and everything, and it's just sort of a, you know, it's a social commentary about the 60s and. The war and and all of that.
1: So,
4: but basically, you know, the squares versus the
1: uh, establishment. The cool, the cool kids. The establishment.
2: Yeah. No, the squares are well, the establishment.
4: squares are the establishment. Oh, so it's the squares shit. versus you know right. Bob Dylan.
1: Obviously, Paul's a square. Obviously, <laughs> straight out, right angles all the way around.
2: L seven. Uh, yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, John, your
2: thoughts? I like it. I like it uh, for a lot of reasons. I like it because it's historically both um, to the nation, to the world, you know. But it's historical for Kate Rubicki. I see Kate in the in the in the garage talking to talking to Papa Rubicki, and he's of course he's building a rocket because this is what <laughs> Kate's dad is always doing in the garage is assembling some sort of moon mission. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Kate's dad is an actual rocket scientist. <laughs> Um, so I really like that. I like that little bit of a, you know, personal story to it. But no, I agree. The rhythm and the beat. Um, it's you know, it's fun and it's snappy, but it's also serious, and the message behind it is great. So, well done, Kate. Well, and it's not an obvious pick. So again, well done. Very nice. No, it's
1: not obvious. Well, a little bit of
4: all the Dylan songs. You know, there was like like a Rolling Stone. That was a big one. Um, Blown in the wind. That was another one. There are quite a few to choose from, but I thought this one had like just the most of the most. Wow. Yeah. You know?
1: So Well I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan, so I'm not gonna Oh shut up. I'm not gonna <laughs> No, I'm he not like folk
4: music.
1: No, I'm not a huge Bob Dylan I mean here's the thing, I do like a song with a story in it, but uh, I've never been able to get uh behind Bob Dylan. I don't I've well, tried I've tried a little bit.
2: Bob Dylan can't get uh, behind you, Paul.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. Moving on, Kate's next song. We'll just start it up here. Wow, Gotta to go to the post here.
4: like teen spirit by nirvana it
2: sure does smell like teen spirit
4: um, i i don't know if there's really a whole lot to say about this song everyone knows it it started like a whole different you know new genre of music it's kind now, can of, i ask a question sure
1: now is this now is this more of a social top five for you or is this more of a personal top five for
4: this you? is a social top five
1: this is a, but so but, but you like the but song i like this song okay
4: and although like I think I first heard the song when I was maybe in like the sixth grade.
1: That sounds about right.
4: And uh, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Of course, I don't think I had any idea what it meant at the time, but I just like the sound, you know, the sound of it. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of, um, making fun of a revolution, I guess, in a way, you know? Ooh,
1: that sounds deep. This is,
4: it's, it's at a pep rally and.
1: Yeah, you know it's very anti.
4: It yeah, it's revolutionary, but yet it's making fun of, of the whole revolution at the same time. I don't know. Wow, it's a good
1: song. Wow, I never thought about it like that.
2: This is one of those songs that, um, like, we didn't start the fire. I really enjoy because, yeah, I heard this for the first time when I was, well, this came out in like '92, I want to say thereabouts. '94.
4: '94.
2: Okay, so Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was twelve. And you're right. Like as you, I, I really distinctly remember when it came out, watching it on MTV, watching the music video. But as I go on, I, Paul, stop laughing at me. No, I'm not. Kate and I are. Paul's
4: are, trying to figure out how old, how much older he is than than Paul, us.
2: Paul, you're you're a year and a half older than me, and I'm a year older than Kate. But this is, will
1: treaters, you finish will you finish your thought, please?
2: I'm sorry. I remember, like, slowly developing this other different appreciation for it, and so I have sort of simultaneously this kind of, like, 12-year-old white-eyed view of this song, and yet also a more mature, like, 26-and-a-half-year-old. Paul, I'm 26-and-a-half. 26-and-a-half-year-old view. <laughs> Who
1: says they're still the a song.
2: half-year-old at twenty in their 20s? Because I thought it would be helpful for you to figure out how old I was.
4: <laughs> Next August, okay? <laughs>
2: i'm 20 i'm 26 in this many quarters
1: Mm, wow i feel i gotta say it was a surprise for me to uh, see this on kate's list is it a surprise it's on a top five ever i'm no i'm not surprised it's on a top five ever uh would i put it on top five i don't know i feel like i'd really have to i this is one of those songs i would wrestle with putting on my top five
4: Three are kind of more personal favorites, uh-huh. but I thought those two just really—they spoke of a of a time, a place—and
1: those are era top I think fives.
4: Still significant today, which is probably why I hung on to those guys.
1: I don't know. I and this is this is just me talking. This is like a question. Do you? Th- and I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But do you think if Kurt hadn't died tragically, that these songs would be considered as epic as they are, as yeah. as important as are as iconic as they are? Yeah.
4: You don't you don't you disagree? You don't you don't think you agree with Paul?
1: So like, let's just say that Nirvana faded away like other bands in that time, like Sponge, you know, just faded away. Do you think that we'd be sitting here talking about Teen Spirit?
2: I don't I I really don't think so. I think that part of what makes Teen teen Spirit special is the sort of dramatic way that Kurt Cobain uh, exited this earth. And also, like that band evaporated at its height, at its height of creating this grunge rock kind of silly flannel-wearing thing. um, So it never did anything. Flannel wearing. Hmm?
1: No, no, I agree with you. It's a. uh, I I think that uh, that he was he was created as like a tormented genius, and those guys, (laughs) those guys don't don't go easy
4: so long you know right until you start to get like into the really sugar sweet poppy music that came like three or four years later with like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and like that sort of thing so you know it has it has a place in
2: time
1: but uh, I know and I'm not saying they're not a good band but I just I don't know if they would be as important as they are if he hadn't uh hadn't died tragically
2: i see one of two Uh, things happening with that band if he hadn't died tragically they would have continued to put out like a lot of bands of their elk did basically the exact same song over and over again for album after album and it got just silly or they would have reverted to something that was like hyper commercialized and horrible and i don't know i think
1: i think they wouldn't i think he would have just he He would have ceased to make music Rather than do either of those would, things. Yeah,
4: it would be more of a one-hit wonder than. Yeah, I think they just
1: like I said. They, had, they, I think he just would have faded away rather than do that. All right. But moving next song, next song. Um,
4: okay, so so this is just I just think it's a beautiful song. Um,
2: it's it's.
1: Whoa, sorry, guys. Whoa! This is uh, "So What" by Miles Davis. Which so is an amazing I'm, song. I'm
4: not really a big jazz fan, but I do love this whole album kind of blue. It was recorded in one take, and um, people don't know this, but John Coltrane's on here. Plays in this song. There's um, a lot of really good like pianists and musicians, and I guess yeah, I guess they just sat down and did the whole thing right out. And I guess it's 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 based more on like scales.
1: This is really it. Yeah. Well there's a little bit more in here before there's like a something. Yeah. You know what's sad as I used to have this album? I used to have this album. Yeah, and I am.
4: This song just makes me think of like new york around that time in yeah. the early 60s where you think of that nighthawks painting yeah by did talk like that? yes yes you know that's what i think of for some reason when i when i listen to this song. i love
3: it
1: epic well i mean if i can't if i can say epic again because i've said epic i think to every song which is you have and but it's uh it's great it's great stuff i don't think i don't think you can, you can deny this being on anyone's top five
2: no and and personally, on a you know from a personal level, this is a little bit more what I think or what I was expecting from Katie Elizabeth Ryback. E. Um, I see, Kate. I see you listening to this kind of, and I know you say you don't listen to jazz, but I see you listening to this kind of thing with some sort of with a glass of like obnoxiously expensive scotch, and you're sitting in a club, and you're just way too cool for anybody else there.
1: Now you know how I picture Kate. Oh, to and this-
2: you're reading a magazine. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> I picture Kate like furiously working on her designs with oh, a pencil yeah. in her, like with a pencil in her hair.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, but like just making making the, the creative genius happen with this song. Even and I think that's how most people picture themselves listening to this song. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I cool
4: right. when you listen to the song. That's yeah. really why I like
1: it. So, so uh, we'll move on to number four for Kate, which is uh, which is one when I saw I was just, I just started playing it. I was like, this is this is
3: awesome. Oh.
5: There's far too many of you that You know we can find To bring some love in here today yeah. bye, bye. We don't need to
2: Wow, great, great song, great music, great, great message. Pick. Yeah, great pick.
1: Great pick.
4: Uh, what's going on? Marvin Gaye. Just, you know, what's going on? Just come what on. What is going
1: on, man? <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I mean, I don't think you even need to say anything. Just a great song, and I didn't even think of it, and it was just, I was just like, right on, Kate. Yeah. Great song. Just great, great song. Um, hands down, just a, just just killer. So, uh, I mean, but there's lots of Marvin Gaye songs I'm sure you could put on.
4: I mean, this is this or sexual healing? (laughs) No, you
2: know, sexual healing's fun. It doesn't quite have the same power.
1: I feel like better than sexual healing, though, is uh, let's get it on.
2: Yeah, let's get it on. Let's Let's get get it on
1: on is good, man. I don't care. You can laugh at it all you want because (laughs) obviously it's one of those songs that makes you turn red. But, uh, man, it's a good song. It's a good one. It's a great one.
2: I don't really understand Our, what "Let's Get It On" is about. And my
1: parents—it's <laughs> uh, pretty clear.
2: Okay, uh,
1: we're going to move on to number five and Kate's top five best songs here ever. Here it is. Here it is. This is now this one. I got to say, for me, is no surprise. Uh, this is a this is well-worn territory, but <laughs> undis-
2: this, is, this is a song Kate wrote herself.
1: <laughs> un, un, undisputedly, <laughs> a great. Song. You couldn't guess it, that's Piano Man by Billy Joel.
4: Um. Well, I love this song because I love Billy Joel. He's just like one of my favorites in the whole world. And, uh, you know, it's a it's song about, well, it's, it's great piano music anyway. Um, and it's fun to play.
2: Can but, uh, you play the piano?
4: Do I play the piano?
2: Yeah. A little bit. I did not know that.
1: You didn't know that Kay played the piano like a pro. She's amazing.
4: I don't
1: know. No, she's it's, really good. You're amazing. You're really I'm, good. I'm
2: really getting behind on my stalking. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, you know, it, it, it's actually kind of kind of a true story. He wrote this when he was like, after his after the failure of Cold Spring Harbor, his first album in Los Angeles. He was playing at a bar, and just about all the people, you know, all the patrons of this bar with them. Um, kind of like half-lived dreams, you know? Like, all these people want to do these things. They're, in, they're kind of the have-nots, you know? And it's
2: it's a song about the three of us. Yeah, in a way.
1: Potentially, a way. potentially. There is a Paul in the, in, in the song.
4: There's Davey, there's a
1: waitress. Uh, that's that is exactly what I love about this song, is that you you can picture the whole scene. Yeah. You can picture him, you can picture this piano, you can picture all these people, and uh, And like the when he talks about the uh, he's talking about the bartender right now, you know, it's just it's about it's about just you know dreams that never came true and it's but but it it just hits you right in your heart place as I say because it's so real.
2: You know, I I wanna I want to love this song for what it's about, but I can't help but love this song for how it sounds and for the and for the piano, really, and the harmonica and just. Together. You can't beat a harmonica. I tell no. you what. No.
1: Harmonica in songs always save them. Not that this song needs saving, but it certainly helps it out.
2: And that's and that's what's amazing. This song doesn't need saving, and so with the harmonica, it's just like awesome on top of an awesome pie. <laughs> Is that, clink,
1: clink, clink, clink. You should be a, you know you should be a writer. That was amazing. Uh... <laughs> Hey, awesome top five. That was a Thank great you top Kate. five. Yeah,
2: that was great. Thank you
1: for that top five. I'm not gonna say I had to twist your arm, but uh you did. I did ask you every day for the past two weeks. You
2: also, Paul, you made it horrible to the point where you didn't <laughs> want to do it, so it's kind of, of your course own
1: fault. I, of course I made it horrible. Of your ball I deal. So, but you know, yeah. So um it's down to my top five. I wanted to go last because that's just
2: Because you're a narcissistic person. That's just know. the kinda of
1: egomaniac I am. Yeah. So what can we expect, Paul? A little, Minuto? A, little
4: uh... <laughs> <I> gotta, <laughs> a little a little bad.
3: To I
1: gotta uh... say, um, my top five is not. I don't feel like my top five is that good. I gotta be honest with oh, you. For much as much as I, much as I thought about it and like really toiled over, it, I don't know if it's that good. It's,
2: it's like your life. Here.
1: Okay, so we'll start out with my first one on my top five, which is by a band, uh, by a man uh, that's already been played uh, on this show, but it is um, Lou Reed. Walk on the wild side, mm. which just how it starts.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Ah, oh,
1: just great. Every time I hear this song, I love this part. It came from my Belly. Really screwed up stories in this song. Though. I mean, really. Like New York Look,
5: on the way, legs and he was a she says,
1: Hey babe, take a walk It's, the wild it's about male prostitution take, honey, honey. <laughs> and <t-> trannies. But plate. it's Don't a great judge.
2: All stop judging.
1: <laughs> now I love when the cover girls sing do that
5: hey
1: here it do <laughs> So, Paul, <laughs> 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 There's something, uh, like I said, it's just, uh, like we said with the last Velvet Underground song, it's just this very, like, New York in the 70s, just completely dirty and awful, but just cool, you know? It's just got this, like, unbelievably cool uh, side to it. I mean, that's that's totally dark and awful, but... It's irresistible to me yeah. for some reason. and I, I think Kate's with me on that. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just like the other uh, Velvet Underground songs. It's just amazing. And, so and sure, what?
2: Lou, Lou Reed in general and, and the Velvet Underground. yeah, beautiful. And the opening to this song, especially right now just listening to it uh, as it comes in, it's just incredible. And you're right. It's about something so dark but you just, you just feel warm and glowy and want to cuddle up with your family. It is so
1: heinously dark. This is true. It
2: is, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a beautiful song and, dare I say, a little bit epic. (laughs) Stop it. Uh, The
1: next song, I heard this week, actually, in the office as I was playing on the uh, stereo. And I thought to myself, how did I not think of this? This, to me, is the greatest pop song of all time, actually. I'm going to say it. It's Britney Spears. It it tells a story that I think um, that just hits home with everybody. It's something that has, that has happened to you, I'm sure. And every part of the song is great. So I'm just going to play it. You can't beat that right there. I want to get up and dance right now. You do. I am dancing dancing right now. (laughs) Here it comes. I love it. To me, when you listen to this song, this is, I mean, this is why Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. The amount of talent he had at that age is just mind-blowing. I mean, the way he sings this song with the just like, just like grabs your heart. It's amazingly. Just, yeah, just breathtaking. Yeah. It's breathtaking. Yeah. He sings, he sings it with such heart and soul. And what is he here when he's singing this? Like ten. Yeah. Like it's unbelie- It is an unbelievable song. I don't know. I don't even know who wrote it. But unbelievable song. Just the piano in it, the bass in it, the drums in it. Everything is just spot on, perfect. And yeah. he, sings, he sings it better than anyone could possibly sing it.
2: I, I have no complaints about the song. I'm ashamed this isn't on my top five.
1: This I feel is, like yeah. I, you should be. Okay. It's that good of a song. Wow. and it's good it's good all the way through. Good all the way through. This, is, this could be actually it' kind of my opinion on. This. All right. Um, my next top five, I think uh, probably uh, you could see this coming, Billie Jean. Um, it was, it's, this is, this is a band that was on your top five, actually, John. Oh. Um, one of my favorite bands of all time. Still not sure if the, uh, group name is gay reference or not, but (laughs) this song for me, this song, uh, when the singer's, uh, writer goes into the studio and tries to explain this song to the rest of the band and says, we're going to do this. I, I just, I don't know how you get everybody on board. This is Bohemian Rhapsody of Queen. <laughs> is this
3: the real life? Is this just fantasy?
5: Caught in a landslide? No escape from reality. Uh,
2: it's sung perfect.
1: Eyes, the piano is beautiful. The there is some guitar I solos see. in the song that literally... Should take your hair out. Blue, it's amazing.
5: Blue, boy,
3: easy, Freddie
1: Mercury easy, just kills the off. It's amazing. High, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna skip ahead to a little bit of the uh, guitar because right here. An amazing song and i mean brought really i think brought back to life for our generation by um wayne's world Absolutely. as a joke as a joke but honestly listen to the song a few times you, it's amazing it's now,
2: sung you amazingly say, you said i really want to get it get at something here you say that this is a song that really if you listen to it properly should make your hair fall out is that what happened to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes i listened to the song too much no I recommend uh, uh, listening to the song with your headphones in and you can't be distracted or go anywhere. And it is, I mean, it is a, it is just a great song. And you don't even know, the part I love about it is why? Like, it's like this rock opera completely overdone, like just completely worked all the way through. It's
2: quintessential.
1: Well, yeah, and I guess that's why I love it. I love it.
2: But, you know, I, I agree. I cannot listen to the song and not think of um, of Wayne and Garth in uh, the
1: pacing. See, of- I don't even think of that anymore, though. Oh, well. Like this part?
4: Just rocking out like, with Garth's hair.
1: Just like all yeah. Of- yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But for me, it's not even, I don't even think of that anymore. I just, song is just, the song just consumes me. Wow stop <laughs> kate doesn't like queen and she makes fun of me for every chance she gets i, I love it though i love no, it, it was
4: a good one. i think
1: i mean i think it's literally their and i don't want to say it's their best song because honestly if you give me the whole queen catalog to listen to i'm probably not going to pick this one first but i think as far as just out there greatest songs ever this is definitely on a list
2: see i'm know. i'm gonna disagree I, I mean i appreciate what you did i appreciate you putting it on here and it's fun but i really don't think it's a I don't think it's actually a great song, like like great, like biblically or epically, you know, like really awesome song. I don't. Yeah, really out of all that.
1: the songs we've called epic tonight, this one actually is. I don't know. I mean, this is just this is an amazing song. Mm. It goes through a scale of emotions. The song starts out slow. It gets rock. It gets fast. It, wow,
2: this is the only song. It, it brings, brings back down. About, yeah. Potentially, Paul. We're gonna have a fight. Yeah.
1: We shouldn't. It's it's fine. No, it's fine. I I welcome dissent. Uh, You're you're like the Barack Obama of this. Just for me on my top five best songs ever, I just feel like doing a song like this, like making this song happen, took a lot of guts and a lot of foresight and a lot of just real talent. Just drugs, possibly. Most likely, but a, but a lot of real talent. And I mean, <clears throat> the entire band sings on this song and they sing amazingly, they harmonize. It's a beautiful song. I'm gonna go to my next song. This
2: is number four. Um, no,
1: this no, is no. number four. This is a song that is from one of my favorite bands of all time. I think it's their most poppy song though. I think it's one of their most enjoyable songs. If you don't like this band, you probably still like this song. This is Train In Vain, Stand By Me by The Clash. Song for me because I absolutely love the Clash. One, you know, a lot of people uh, will kind of say like you're either a Clash fan or you're a Sex business fan. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to sign up for the Clash every single time, every single time. Um, I think this song is their most. Um, it reaches across to any kind of you know like punk rock kind of thing, or you know just any kind of like. Clash, kind of, I'm only going to listen to the Clash kind of thing, where this song is very adoptable to, I think, lots of lots of people. So um, it's a toe-tapper. It's a great song. I mean, I don't think you, anyone can deny uh, uh, Train in Vain is a great song. So.
4: Good, good to you, Paul. Uh,
1: John, any thoughts on this one?
2: Uh, yeah, great song. It's, uh, you know, it gets me going. Just stand by me, you know?
1: Wow, you don't even have you heard this song before, John?
2: I have no idea what this is. No. No, the Clash is a band. It was, um, <laughs> it was really cool at
4: one point.
2: <laughs> I think, I think,
1: I need someone to say, Jen. I, I think John, think John would love this song. Rock and roll. I think
2: <laughs> I, I, I think just... the Clash is what is what happened when my dishes fell in my kitchen oh, earlier. So awful, John. Listen,
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> clink in the don't jar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Um,
1: I think actually John would love that song. I think that is a, that is a John Schulman song I do right know there.
2: That. Come on, it's a, I, I mean the song,
1: the song is about a guy whose girlfriend just totally just dumped him and won't stand by him. I mean it's a, it's a simple song, but it's it's got the harmonica we more, talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, I mean he's not singing about how he's Jewish or anything, but I mean I think <laughs> I
2: aside think it's from still, that, I, mean, I think it's still but he probably is.
1: It's a very, it's a song I think anyone can identify with.
2: I can, and I can, and I do, and I like that song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Last song. This is the last song. And um, this a tired, is. I'm tired, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. This, this for me, this song is very much, this was a social song. I think this song is one of those songs, undeniably, everybody loves. It's played all the time. And I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm glad I put it on because it hasn't been on any of these top fives. But I think, uh, you know, you hear it at every wedding, and it's not People Bryson, and it's not Chicago, but it's a great. <laughs> it's just a, it's a great song, and actually, all their songs sound exactly like this. So this represents the whole band. You gotta have a little ACDC. schoolboy short. kicking across the state, kicking across the state, that wasn't
3: happening.
1: I mean, obviously, everybody knows this time. This is ACDC. You shook me all night long. It, it, it's just, it's just rock, man. If you don't like rock, just get the fuck out. Cause wow. it's, I mean, it's the best, it's the best rock song. Uh, it, it's not the best rock song, but it's just a great rock song. And I think, you can play it at any party, and everyone loves it. It's a, it's one of those just all-time great songs. And this is, this is for me. It's like one of my social. Stuff I think everyone agrees on. It's, I mean, you can't help it. You can say you don't like the song, but when you're at a party and this comes on, you're dancing okay. and you're having a great time. So,
2: you know, it's, it's weird that you bring up that this is played at every wedding because I didn't think of that, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that this would be like a wedding song because you know it's not something that you think like Grandma Edel is gonna like. I don't know who grandma is, Yeah, but, uh, but you're right. It is. This shows up at weddings, doesn't it?
1: This shows up at every wedding I've been to, and you know what? My mom always dances to it, and she has no idea it's H D C, and she has no idea what they're saying. Thank God. And uh, it, it's just, it's. A, I mean, the the, the drum beat carries it. You gotta love. Um, it's not about Scott. Oh, this is embarrassing. The voice. It's raspy. I love Angus playing guitar. And yes, it's true, ACDC, this is their formula. This song is their formula for pretty much every song they've done. If they didn't write this song, they wouldn't know what to do.
2: But All it's okay, because it's great. Now that we've gotten through your songs, there is there is one song that I think is missing, and I am shocked that it is not on your list.
3: Tell me it's what it, it is.
4: It's Hero, is it?
2: No. No, it's not. Uh, oh, wow. Um, it's It's by MJ you know what I'm thinking of? Michael Jackson? Man in the mirror? <laughs> uh, that's funny, uh, that no, kid. Is that what Paul plays every morning when he's like brushing his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's where I do start. I start with the man in the mirror. Actually,
4: uh, i was to the medicine cabinet. It's cute to play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: I am shocked that Billie Jean is not on your top five.
1: Why'd you say that?
2: I thought that was one of like your favorite songs ever.
1: No, it's oh. really not. All right, never mind. <laughs> uh, well, I'm surprised Afternoon Delight wasn't on your top five, John.
2: Why would you say that, Paul?
4: <laughs> Since we have almost we could have Yeah, evolved. yeah, yeah.
1: Didn't we almost have it a... I think that was a good that was a good amount of songs.
2: It is honorable mention though to a song that I really wanted to put on but just couldn't find space for it. If I may, and I think you two both get honorable mentions if you'd like to throw it in. "Video Killed the Radio Star." Yeah, is something
1: that no, no, it's a great song. I like the song. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's not good, but it's not. No, it's a it's a novelty song. It's not a best song ever
2: uh honorable mention
1: not best song ever no no no, but that would have been number six on your best song no i
2: didn't say that paul i didn't say that well then what are you saying i'm saying honorable mention let's move on kate do you have an honorable mention
1: kate actually went to the bathroom
2: okay paul do you have an honorable mention
1: i do i have actually i I was making a list all week and let me read you um one of my all honorable mentions um there was a couple, kind of just that were uh, I had kind of far out there, um, that are kind of just like Paul's like favorite songs, and one of them is Electric Light Orchestra's "Mr. Blue Skies," oh, which is a great, wow. great song. Yeah, and then I also have uh, another honorable mention goes to Social Distortion, uh, "Story of My Life," which is an, another amazing song. I've got two more, if you don't mind um and this one i mean you know what go ahead and call me call me the homo gay whatever this is an amazing song cindy lopper's time after time
2: yeah no you're not i i don't know if that's that's given
1: if that's given enough props because that's literally an amazing song it's a great great song yeah and then gladys knight and the pimps uh midnight train to georgia Mm. Are you kidding me?
2: No, I'm not saying it's a great, it's not a great song. It absolutely is.
1: Those were, all those were potentials on my um, top five.
2: All you know time. what, you should, you should throw those, those in along with Radio Killed the Music Store. Video, uh, Radio Killed the, Video killed, whatever, something killed somebody else. <laughs> uh, throw those One all media in. killed
1: another media. <laughs> That's
2: right. Throw those all into to the uh, me and Paul um, top five ever. Also, I think really important that we mention this song, really important, and I am just shocked and appalled that none of us brought it up, me and Paul.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been rough and rocky traveling, but I finally ended right right up right uh-huh. now i Uh,
4: surprised that there wasn't any um, Simon Garfunkel or Paul Simon. No, there wasn't. No, well, I just
1: just did my um, honorable mentions. Do you have an honorable mention? One that Um, you really wanted on there? Well, I
4: was going to put the boxer. No, that's a great song. I'm trying to think what else. I was really, I was trying to think of like some newer stuff, but man, it's, it's.
1: it's rock.
4: Pickens, it's man, when it you've is rock the music there. for the last ten years. It's like, whoa.
1: As far as being best songs ever, they're yeah. all—they're all just very much in the background.
4: You know, um, stay. All oh, by Lisa Lowe. <laughs> um. <laughs> must have been love by Roxette.
1: Wow. Okay.
4: Um. <laughs> kids
1: have to be—kids have be drunk, drunk on the microphone. Uh, <laughs> But now this is already turned into like a two-hour show. So I'm it is, it and
2: off. I recommend our listeners, now that we've gotten to the end, listen to this in doses, because it's an yeah. awful lot to take in all at once.
1: I, we could break this up into two shows, and maybe we'll... <laughs> we will. could
2: break this up into seven shows. Good,
4: good job to all. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Everybody had a great...
1: John, Brian, Kate, and John. Really great list. I think everybody had a... And I mean, John, you had some questionable stuff there, but I think it was still... What? It was still profound. I'm sorry... I'm not gonna get on board with Amazing Grace. Uh, bagpipes, bagpipes, Amazing Grace. I just can't do.
2: That's I'm well. I'm sorry, Kate loves me more than you do.
1: Okay, keep telling yourself that.
2: <laughs> I love you, Kate.
1: <laughs> He's crying. Uh Well, all right. Uh, well, I guess we'll end the show here. And like I said, uh, please keep listening because at the end of this uh, recording, uh, once I get it from John, I'm gonna put a uh, URL you can go to on viewport oh. seven. To download uh, a set of all these songs, and it'll be a zip file, and you can download the entire set and listen to them. And I think you'll like them all.
2: And you can play it They're for your cool. friends and tell your friends that you came up with the uh, twenty best, twenty-five best songs ever on your own. I really feel good about
1: it. I mean, songs. I think it'll it'll make a really great mixtape. Yeah, I would. You know, I think so. it's gonna make a really great mix. Or a so, uh,
2: horrible mixtape.
1: Uh, all right. Well. Uh, Thanks for uh, thanks for participating, John. It's been another amazing show, worst show ever.
2: Thank you. no, actually, I'm willing to say this was not the worst show ever.
1: Yeah, that's uh, probably not. But who knows? I'm sure we'll get we'll get
0: some some feedback.
2: We will. Uh, thank you, listeners, for putting up with four and a half hours of me, Paul, and Kate. I'm surprised,
0: I'm surprised to find my in mind uh,
2: still. Uh,
0: good night, everyone. All right, Bye-bye. bye bye. Bye. I guess Nashville was the roughest But I know I've said the same about them all We received our education In the cities of the nation, me and Paul
5: I do